we had learned last week that consistency is very, very important, and consistency makes a really big difference when it comes to medication for my son. But consistency also makes a very big difference for you and for me. It makes all the difference in the world, consistency, when it comes to our spiritual health and where we need to be in our walk with the Lord. And we learned last week about some spiritual supplements that that you need to take and I need to take. And, And not haphazardly, we need to take these every single solitary day. These spiritual supplements, these vitamins of virtue. And, and Dr. Simon Peter wrote out a prescription for us. And, uh, and the prescription was this, 2 Peter 1, 5 through 7. And now for this very reason, also applying all diligence, say it with me, in your faith supply moral excellence, and in your moral excellence, knowledge, and in your knowledge, self-control, and in your self-control, perseverance and in your perseverance godliness and in your godliness brotherly kindness and in your brotherly kindness love so we have seven spiritual supplements seven vitamins of virtue if you will that I need to take every single day if I'm going to be spiritually healthy and you need to take every single day if you're going to be spiritually healthy now we learn that moral excellence is remaining holy. It's remaining holy in our speech and in our conduct. Uh, knowledge is this growing relationship with the Lord. It's, it's about relationship, not just head knowledge, but a heart knowledge. And how do we grow in our knowledge of the Lord? By spending time with him. If I'm going to be healthy, I need to be in the word of God. If I'm going to be healthy, I need to be in prayer to God. You need to be walking with him. So moral excellence, knowledge, we learned about self-control. That's not giving in to the passions, the fleshly desires that all of us have for different things in this life. But exercising self-control, really being spirit-controlled. The next one was perseverance, not giving up. We're going to face problems in this life. And sometimes those problems will be pressures, and sometimes those problems will be people. And, and we are not to give up in this life. Godliness was another vitamin of virtue. And godliness, we saw, was a reverence for our God and a respect for each other. Brotherly kindness was the sixth one. Prioritizing relationships, not burning bridges. Truly caring about the family of God and other Christians. And not being harsh, but learning all of us to be gentle. And then the last one, and most importantly, was love. And it's the Greek word agape. It is learning to sacrifice. So so getting away from my selfishness and learning how to sacrifice for others. That's what we need to do. And it's a demonstrated love lived out for other people as God demonstrated his love and lived it out for us. So if, if we take these seven vitamins of virtue, these supplements, it's gonna do wonders for our life. If we skip doses... If we miss them, you and I are going to seize up in sin, okay? We're going to get fleshly and carnal, and we're going to turn to the things of this world instead of turning to our God. Well, today, we have a follow-up appointment with Dr. Simon Peter, and uh, he is going to continue his instructions to us so that we can continue to grow spiritually healthy. And and we see this in 2 Peter chapter 1. So if you have your Bibles... Turn to 2 Peter chapter 1, and now we pick it up 
Dr. Simon Peter's advice to us in verse 8. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 8. And he says, For if these qualities, these supplements, these seven vitamins, if they are yours and increasing, they render you neither useless nor unfruitful in the true knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these qualities, these supplements, these vitamins, is blind or short-sighted having forgotten his purification from his former sins. Therefore, brethren, be all the more diligent to make certain about his calling and choosing you. For as long as you practice these things, these supplements, these vitamins, these ways of life, you will never what? You're never going to stumble. For in this way, the entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, will be abundantly supplied to you. So, Dr. Simon Peter's advice for our follow-up appointment, number one, increase the dosage. Increase the dosage. Say that with me. Increase the dosage. But look at verse 8. For if these qualities are yours and increasing. So, so he starts off by saying, if these are yours. So there's a big if there. Am I living with moral excellence in my life and knowledge and self-control and perseverance and godliness and brotherly kindness and love? Now, Dr. Peter here assumes we're taking our meds. And he assumes we're not running low on our supply. We have some medicine that we give our dog scout at home and, and we had run out. And so I went to Petco and I took the little container and it said we have five more refills and we were on two of five. And, and I want you to understand... There's no limit on the refills for moral excellence. Fill up with moral excellence. There's there's no limit on the refills of self-control. You're not going to come to a point where you'll say, well, I've run out of self-control. Oh, well. No, 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 no. There's no end. Continue to increase in the area of self-control and brotherly love and godliness and perseverance and knowledge. And, and And he's saying, you know, pick up your supplements. And keep refilling. Now, make sure we are increasing our dosage. Do you know that's the doctor's first advice um, when we talked to him about Dawson's uh, worst seizure? That was his first advice. Up that dosage. Dawson's body should not have reacted that strongly after just two missed dosages. There wasn't enough medication in his bloodstream or in his body. See, 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 what happens is some of us don't have enough moral excellence right now. You're here this morning and you know you are lacking moral excellence in your life because of the sin that you have found yourself in this past week. And some, some others of us know we are lacking self-control in our life right now. The, the way we lost our temper or the way we did something or we know we're lacking love. We're really just... You know, you and I are just being selfish right now and, and we're having a hard time loving people. Or we're lacking perseverance. It's just not enough of it in our spiritual bloodstream. We just want to give up all the time. We just want to give up and give in. And, and so he's saying, listen, I, I want you to be spiritually healthy. You need to increase your dosage. I need to increase my dosage. Uh, because listen, to, to increase the dosage of these spiritual supplements uh, is only going to help. There's no bad side effects to increasing the dosage. 
There's only good side effects. Listen, you can't overdose on love. You can't overdose on perseverance. You can't overdose on brotherly kindness. You can't overdose on moral excellence. You you will not overdose on self-control. So so don't be afraid of overdosing. He's saying, saying, let's up the dosage. Let's increase the dosage. And then secondly, look at the benefits. Here's the first one. You're going to be, and I'm going to be, more useful and fruitful. Look at verse 8. For if these qualities are yours and increasing, they render you neither useless nor unfruitful in the true knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So these are very powerful supplements. They increase our usefulness. And just the opposite is true. The absence of these supplements will have a negative effect on my life and your life. Listen, it's kind of like showing up. How many of you give blood? Okay, some of you look at a needle, you pass out. Okay, some of us give blood, you know, I've, I've given blood for years and, and you show up to give blood, other people show up to give blood and it's always interesting, they'll, they'll prick your finger, you know, and, and test it and so, and, and every once in a while I'll be around somebody where they test their finger and then they come back and say, I'm sorry, uh, you can't give blood today. Why? This person showed up, they wanted to give blood. Well, you're, you're anemic, you're lacking iron, There's a lack of a mineral or there's a lack of a vitamin. Listen, spiritual deficiency, a lack of moral excellence will render me less useful to the kingdom of God. A lack of self-control in your life and mine is going to render us less useful to God. See, see, maybe you showed up today and, and God is pricking your finger and he's testing it. And he's saying, I really wanted to use you. But you're lacking brotherly love. You're going to have to wait. You know, I really wanted to use you, but you're lacking perseverance. You keep just in the towel. You're not hanging in there and being tough. And trusting me. Your lack of self-control. I can't use you right now like I wanted to. So, so God is testing some of us. And, he, and he's pricking our fingers. And he's saying, I want to show you something. You're not where you need to be. I have these things I want you to do. But you need to get where you need to be. And so I want you to take your supplements and I want you to increase the dosage and, and I want you to see what's going to happen, you know. All of a sudden, you're going to be more useful to the kingdom of God and, and God's going to be able to do things with you that you never dreamt he was going to do. And, and so, so how, do you, how do you change? How do you get those nutrients back? Well, when you, you go in to give blood, well, you got to eat some iron-rich foods. You got to change your diet. See, some of us here today, we need to change our diets. We're not taking into our life spiritual things like we should. And he's saying, let's, let's take in some spiritual things, these supplements, these vitamins, so that you will be spiritually healthy and useful to the kingdom of God. So, so he says, they render you neither useless, and then he says, nor unfruitful. 
Now, I, I love plants. I've always loved plants. My, I grew up in a house. My mom loved plants. She had plants everywhere, inside and out. And, and I love healthy plants. I have hanging baskets of petunias on our patio, and I have spruce trees in our backyard, and endless summer hydrangeas in our front yard. And, and I love plants. I feed my plants. Anybody else feed your plants? Okay, I'm the only one. All right. I feed my plants. I, I do. I want them healthy. So I feed my petunias, all right? This, this is what I give them. All right, once a week, I give them this stuff, all right? Jack's classic petunia feed, micronutrients. And, and I even feed my spruce trees. I, I give them this miracle Grow evergreen fertilizer spikes. It, and it says to promote, you know, deep, vibrant color. And, and I feed my endless summer hydrangea, you know, those high-yield high aluminum sulfate. Where I grew up in South Jersey, the soil was already very acidic. So there's these beautiful blue blooms, you know. You've got to put it, you've got to put that in the soil here. And my hydrangeas get blue. I like blue better than pink. But anyway, that's just me, okay? And, and, and some of you here, you, all you do is water your plants. Some of you here, all you do is kill plants, okay? I <laughs> understand that. Some of us here, we feed our plants. Listen, if, if, if you do a little extra, it makes a big difference. All I'm saying is what Peter's saying. Let's do a little extra. Let's not be satisfied. You know, if you just do a little bit of extra for your soul, spiritually thinking, it's going to bloom like you've not seen your soul bloom in a long time. There's going to be a joy. There's going to be a usefulness. There's going to be a fruitfulness. If you just do a little bit more with your soul and feed it, you're going to watch your faith take off in a vibrancy you haven't had in a long time. So, so I want to encourage you, do more than merely just attend church once a week or once every three weeks. Start taking your supplements. Start growing in your knowledge of God and reading your Bible and praying every day. Watering your soul every day. Not just here at church. Start, start growing in your relationship, brotherly kindness with other people. And, and let's start going out of our way to care for people. And do things for other people. And help other people and serve other people. Let, let's, let's persevere a little bit more. And stop just writing people off and writing them off. And No, 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 no. Persevere as God wants you to. So, so let's do a little bit more when it comes to our spirituality and, and our supplements. And, and we're going to be useful. And we're going to be fruitful. And then he says this, you're going to be useful and fruitful in the true knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, knowledge, that word has been very, very important so far to Dr. Simon Peter. I mean, we're, we've only studied eight verses so far in the book of Second Peter of the first chapter, and he used knowledge four times. The first time, if you look in your Bibles at verse 2, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God. Look at the second time in verse 3. His divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who called you. Verse, verse 5 is the third time. And in your moral excellence, knowledge. And then here in verse 8 is the fourth time. It says, useless nor unfruitful in the true knowledge of our Lord and Jesus. So he talks about this true knowledge. Now, true as opposed to false knowledge 
and true as opposed to partial knowledge. This knowledge of God is more than just this intellectual facts and figures. We've studied this already. It it has to do with the personal relationship with God. So increasing the dosage of our spiritual supplements deepens our relationship with God. It deepens of our understanding of the things pertaining to God and godliness. And so this affects our relationship with God, our walk with God, our life for God, our service to God. And so let's avoid this anemic relationship and let's really take our supplements, all seven of them, and watch what this does for your relationship and my relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, increasing our spiritual supplements, this dosage, we're going to be useful and fruitful. Look at the next thing we learn. We're going to improve our sight and our memory. Say that with me. Improve sight and memory. Look at verse 9. For he who lacks these qualities is blind or short-sighted, having forgotten his purification from his former sins. So, listen to this. Now the supplements improve our vision. These things are unbelievable. If there's a deficiency in moral excellence, knowledge, self-control, godliness, perseverance, brotherly love, brotherly kindness or love, it's going to affect my sight in a negative way. A deficiency in vitamin A is the leading cause of preventable blindness. It's the number one leading cause of preventable blindness is a deficiency in vitamin A. A mild deficiency makes it hard to see in low light conditions. Severe deficiency causes a scarring of the eye that actually can blind people. You know what it's primarily due to? Malnutrition. Malnutrition. So you eat your yellow and your orange and your green plants. Your beta carotene is found there. Great source of vitamin A. And it's good for your eyes. So when mom said, eat your carrots, it's good for your eyes. She was right, believe it or not. Okay? So, so listen. Too many, there are too many of us who are blind Christians. Because we're not taking our supplements. There, there's too many of us Christians who are short-sighted Christians. We walk around squinting, spiritually speaking. We can't see everything like God wants us to see everything. Now, I got to tell you, I no longer have 20-20 vision. That's why I wear my spectacles right there, okay? I no longer have 20-20. I take this off. I have no clue who you people are. You just blurs, man. I should probably preach like that, but anyway. <laughs> oh, now you're there, okay? But I no longer have 20-20 vision. About 10 years ago, my wife finally convinced me to see the eye doctor. I kept squinting at the TV, wondering what the basketball score was, asking people what the score was, getting up to look at what the score was. And so I finally got, I finally got my eyes checked, and sure enough, I walked out of that place with a pair of glasses, and I couldn't believe it! It was like, man, I could see. I could see faces. I could see lines that weren't blurry. I could see leaves on trees. I could now see signs on the roads. I'm a much better driver now, okay? (laughs) You may say, well, why didn't you go sooner, okay? Why didn't you go sooner? Boy, why didn't we take our supplements sooner? Why don't we take these things so more much more seriously. 
Why didn't we persevere longer? Why didn't we care more? Why didn't we spend more time in the Word of God? Why didn't we exercise more self-control and not give in to that sin? Why do we walk around squinting and blind at times? God is saying that's not how you have to live. Would you, would you take your supplements so you can see? It's so much better when you can see. So, so it improves sight. And not only does it improve sight, it enhance. this is nothing to cry about. Listen, th- this, this, this even enhances and improves our memory. Look at verse 9. For he who lacks these qualities is blind or short-sighted, having forgotten his purification from his former sins. So, so when we see better, we remember more. So spiritual sight affects our spiritual memory. And, and this makes sense. Sin clouds our judgment. Sin blocks our memory. Sin is a sight blinder. And sin is a memory blocker. So if I increase the vitamins of virtue in my life, and you do the same, we are going to see so much better, and we are going to remember so much better. And, and there are supplements out there to boost people's memories. There's omega-3 fatty acids found in cold water fish and plants and nut oils and English walnuts. And you can have extract from dried green leaves of the ginkgo tree. We have ginkgo trees on site here. I don't want those things to be gone of leaves. Be careful, okay? Um, It's also called maidenhair. And then there's vitamin E with almonds and spinach and sweet potatoes and avocado. You you take these things, okay? And supposedly it's, it's good for your memory. God says, I got stuff that's good for your memory. These are going to help you. These supplements, these vitamins. See, we've got too many Christians with spiritual amnesia. They have forgotten. And at times I forget. And at times you forget. And you may say, well, what did I forget? He tells us. Having forgotten his purification from his former sins. You know what we forget? We forget how good God has been to us. You know what we forget? All the junk that God has saved us from. You know what we forget? All the sin that the Lord has forgiven me of. And all the sin that the Lord forgave you of. That's what we forget. It's it's this tragedy of having a spiritual concussion. And he's saying these supplements are going to help you remember. You know what they're going to help you remember? The joy of your salvation. And just how good God has been to you. It's it's time to remember. It's time to remember. It's time to remember the lies that God forgave you of. It's time to remember the things that you stole that God forgave you of. You know, it's time to remember the foul, putrid language, how you used to speak what would come out of your mouth. And God cleansed you of that. It's time to remember the the sexual perversion and immorality that was present in our lives. And that God cleansed us from that. It's time to remember the drugs and the drunkenness that God saved you from. 
It's, it's time to remember the hurt and the deep pain that you caused other people that God forgave you of. He's saying God has been so good to us. He's saying, you know what these supplements do? They remind us of that. They remind us how good our God has been to us. It is, it is remember. It is wonderful to remember the grace and forgiveness of our God. So, so take these vitamins of virtue and, and let God restore your memory of how good he has been. So we increase our dosage and we find that we're useful and fruitful. We increase our dosage and we find out that all of a sudden our sight and our memory is improved. We increase this dosage and next we learn that we can remain secure and stable. Say that with me. Remain secure and stable. Look at verse 10 now. Therefore, brethren, be all the more diligent to make certain. Certain of what? His calling and choosing you. For as long as you practice these things, you will never stumble. So all of a sudden we see there is security when we take these supplements. Why is that? Because the presence of godliness in our life assures us that we belong to God. I can have assurance of my salvation because I am living a godly life. It assures me that I belong to God. Now this is not work salvation. We, we know we're saved by grace alone through faith. But, but we're also told after that in Ephesians 2 that then we are to walk in good works, which he's prepared beforehand. And so living a godly life assures me that I belong to God. So, so these things are very important, these supplements and these vitamins. He says, therefore, brethren, and he, and he uses this beautiful term of endearment, you know, reserved for family. And he says, be all the more diligent, okay? So he's saying, to, be diligent to make certain about his calling and choosing you. So your eternal security and my eternal security is of utmost importance. So give this your time and your energy and your attention, Scott. Give this your time and energy and attention, God's people. I've got to be diligent about this. Diligent to make sure uh, his calling and his choosing. What is this all about? And he says, make sure of it. The word that he uses here is the same word used for a warranty deed on a house or a piece of property. It's proof that you own it. Make certain. You know, right now, Carl and I have an old uh, 2000 Buick Century, and, and we have a certificate of title, and we're selling it. So advertisement. Anybody wants a car? Yes, we own it. How do you know we own it? We have the proof. We have the certificate. This title is what we have. So this is what he's saying. Living a godly life, these vitamins of virtue, these supplements, spiritually speaking, is proof. It's proof you belong to God. It's proof you're truly saved. The presence of godliness is proof you belong there to the Lord. And the presence of these vitamins are proof. And so a life of godliness is evidence that I am truly God's. I read my Bible and I enjoy reading my Bible. It's proof you're God's. And you know what? I'm persevering through these difficult times that I'm facing right now. It's proof that you're God's. And you know what? I'm learning to show love when before I would be very selfish. It's proof you're God's. And you know what? I am, I'm acting self-control. I'm, I'm learning moral excellence. I'm not, I'm not living in that sin like I used to. It is proof that you and I 
are God's. Now, on the other hand, the absence of godliness may be evidence. You're not God's. You have to wrestle with this. You have no desire to love people. You have no desire for the things of God. You have no desire. You, you, you could care less about, you didn't even want to come to church. You never want to come to church, but you come to church because your spouse or whatever. Listen, this is pretty important. You better make certain of your choosing and calling. Because you may not be a child of God. You may, you may be a young person here that just grew up in a Christian home and have been going through the motions because it's something mom and dad does. Listen, you need to make sure of your calling. Eternity is at stake. You need to make sure you are truly a child of God, that you are truly saved from your sins. You know, and and what that is, is a step of faith calling out to God to save you, trusting in him and him alone. And I encourage you to make sure of your salvation, that you truly are saved. Now, It says here, make certain of his calling and his choosing. You know, we sung, you gently call me into your presence. I give my life to the potter's hand. He's called us. He's chosen us. Dr. Simon Peter, once again, talks about divine election. And this is what he's bringing up. He he did this in his first epistle, 1 Peter 1, 1. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who reside as aliens scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, Bithynia, who are what? Chosen. Who are chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. That's divine election. And then we're reminded of Paul's words in Ephesians 1.4. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we would be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us to adoption as sons through Jesus Christ to himself. Uh, Paul again in Colossians 3.12. So that uh, as those who have been chosen of God. And again in 2 Thessalonians 2.13. Because God has chosen you from the beginning for salvation through sanctification by the spirit and faith in the truth. It was for this that he called you through the, your, our gospel that you may gain the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So scripture clearly teaches God's children are called and chosen. So, so make sure you are a child of God and respond to his call. He is calling you. His love is available. His forgiveness is there. His grace that is undeserved is available for you and me. His mercy is offered. Respond to the call of Almighty God and repent of your sins and find his love overwhelming and and the cleansing incredible. So he says we have security. Security in our spirituality when we live out these virtues. Not only do we have security, we have stability. Look at the end of verse 10. For as long as you practice these things, you will never what? Stumble. You're never going to stumble. Now talk about some powerful vitamins of virtue. Anyone here want to stop stumbling through life? Oh man, I don't ever want to stumble again. Who, Who wants to remain firm on their feet? We got too many people, myself included at times, that are Christian klutzes. We we lose our balance in this life. We fall all over ourselves. We fall into sin again and we fall into sin again and we fall into sin again. He's not referring to a loss of our salvation. He's referring to falling and stumbling into sin. Our sanctification is what gets muddied. 
You know what he's saying? You don't ever have to stumble again. What? You don't. You can remain on your feet. Steady. Strong. Secure. That's what he's talking about. Balanced in this life. As many of you know, I do a lot of trail running with friends. Multiple miles every week. We run these winding trails through the woods in the dark by headlamp. And, you know, up and down and roots and rocks. And, and, and none of us ever falls. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, we fall. We do. Seven of us are going to be taken off for Arizona pretty soon. I, uh, I turned 50 just recently. And I wanted to do an epic 50 miler. So what we're going to do is we're going to run from the south rim of the Grand Canyon up to the north rim, back down to the south rim. Anybody want to join? It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. You know what? When you're running the Grand Canyon with 50 miles through it and the elevation of it, you don't want to stumble. You just don't. You can get really hurt, (laughs) to say the least. Listen, this world is very dangerous. There's a lot of elevation change. There's a lot of twists and turns. And if you stumble in this world, you can get really hurt. And you can hurt a lot of people. Do you know what he's saying? You don't ever have to stumble again. If you just take these vitamins every day of your life, these spiritual supplements, if you just take self-control and perseverance and godliness and brotherly kindness and love, moral excellence, if you just take these, you and I will never stumble. But here's the key word. For as long as you practice these things, you will never stumble. Every single day practice. Every single day. Every single day. Incredible benefits of this increased dosage. Useful, fruitful, improve sight and memory, remain secure, stable. Verse 11, anticipate joy and excitement. Say that with me. Anticipate joy and excitement. I mean, all of a sudden, they have a mental benefit. All of a sudden, they have this incredible benefit for our psyche, spiritually speaking, and our outlook on life and the life to come. Look at verse 11. For in this way, the entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will be abundantly supplied to you. You know what he's saying? Remember where you're going, Christian. Remember where we are going. Listen, life is very, very short. I am not here for very long. And neither are you. Matter of fact, I have another funeral to do tomorrow for a wonderful godly woman. She's not here anymore. She's passed on. And you know what? You're going to pass on. And I very well may do your funeral. And I'm going to pass on. And honestly... I'm hoping some of you will come to my funeral. We're, we're not here. We're not here very long. And, and so Dr. Peter reminds us of this. He, he says, get ready. Because soon you're going to be making an entrance into an eternal kingdom. He, he's saying the kingdom of the king of kings awaits you. He's saying the kingdom of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, you will soon be experiencing So he's saying, get ready to go home. 
He's saying, get ready. There is a grand welcome awaiting you. And he's saying, if you have lived a life of moral excellence and knowledge and self-control and perseverance and godliness and brotherly kindness and love. Now, he's saying, you're not working out your salvation, but there are rewards and a reception for living a virtuous, godly life. It is so worth it to take these supplements There is reward for the child of God who lives a godly life. There is an incredible reception for the child of God who lives a godly life. Now, now, literally, this word, abundantly supplied to you, in verse 11, means the entrance will be supplied richly for you. It describes a lavishness, no expense spared, incredible provision when you step into eternity. It is a wonderful, welcome home, my child, is what it is. My wife just celebrated her 50th birthday. I had no idea I married such an old woman, but anyway, I, I, I took Carla to dinner on Tuesday night. And we dressed up, and we, we drove in the car and pulled into the restaurant, and uh, uh, we walked in and waited to be seated, and um, the kind lady took us all the way back uh, to, a, to a very large room in the back of the restaurant where a whole lot of friends and family were waiting for her, and she didn't know. And uh, I ushered her into this room, and there were balloons and gifts and friends and family, and all of a sudden breaking out with, happy birthday to you, and what a great celebration. Do you understand one day, you will be ushered into eternity. One day soon, you will be ushered into eternity, into the very presence of the King of Kings. And there is a lavish, joyful welcome that awaits us. What a celebration. What a divine welcome home to his child. Increase your dosage of moral excellence, of knowledge and self-control, of perseverance and godliness, of brotherly kindness and love. Increase the dosage of these spiritual supplements. Why? Say it with me. Because we'll be useful and fruitful. Improve our sight and our memory. We'll remain secure and stable. And there's this anticipation of joy and excitement.